always behave himself and do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun of Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun of Smiley. What you're about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. Hey, everyone! We are at episode one forty-three. I know I still owe you episode from last week. It is coming. I do have something in mind. Last weekend, this was not advertised on anywhere on my website or social media, but I was in New York City. What I was doing there, I was there doing auditions. Actually, auditioned for Stand Up NBC, and I have a callback to the audition. Very honored to be part of the callback, and you know, to be seen by some very, very important people in the NBC Corporation. And unfortunately, I did not make the showcase. I think this is my fifth year showcasing at a callback, and fifth year being rejected. It's been five years of no's, and you know, it's disappointing, definitely for anybody who. I think for anyone who's been rejected, you know, being said no to something, but it does not damper my spirit. You know, a no just means there is a future yes. That's the way I look at it, and hopefully,、um, you know, I, I get into something next time. Maybe with NBC, maybe with something else. It's been、uh, quite a trek getting to、uh, New York City.、Uh, the wife and I made a little vacation out of it while we went there.、Um, started off rocky.、Uh, we got to the airport. You know, we gave ourselves lots of time. You know, we sat down, had a meal prior to boarding. And during our meal, we get this announcement. So our first flight, which connects in Seattle, then gets us to New York, was delayed by two hours, which means we were not going to make our connection. So I went up to the counter. They were calling people to the counter. I went up there, asked the guy, you know, what is going on. They said, well, you know, the towers in Seattle are very busy, and they're not letting any planes land. So they'll give us a time where we can take off and get there and land. And I was like, "Am I stuck in a traffic jam in the sky?" So I was asking him about what options they are. He said, "Well, you can either fly to Seattle, wait there till the next morning, get on the next flight going to New York, or you can go home altogether,、um, take the plane in the morning, and then get to Seattle and fly to New York." Running the chance of possibly tomorrow's flight in the morning also delayed, which means I'll never get to New York and I'll miss my audition. Which didn't make any difference in the end because I didn't get in. But this is hindsight, and that's 2020. So we're thinking about it. We're like, okay, what is there to do? So you know, I I went back. It was middle of a meal, so、I、went back to the table. We chatted a little bit. We're like, you know what? We're not gonna take the chance. We're just gonna fly to Seattle, sit there for a good eight hours, and just you know get on the next plane when it's ready. So we get back to the counter. You know, this gentleman named Rick from Alaska Airlines, super nice guy. If、um, anybody knows Rick, make sure he gets promotion. He was afraid of getting fired, of what happened. But here's what happened. So he's changing the tickets, and you know he's trying to get us onto a plane、um, for the next morning so we can just get to Seattle tonight. And as he's typing in the seats for us, the phone rings. So he picks it up. He goes, "Oh, okay." Apparently now the flight is going to take off within 20 minutes, which means we will make our flight. However, 
he just took off us off our original, you know, itinerary. And now he goes back and says, okay, I got to change it back now. And the tickets were no longer there. The seats were taken already. Somebody wanted those seats and they got on. So now we're in a pickle. We literally just switched off. We would have made the flight, but now we're in this big ass mess that who knows when we're going to get to New York. So Rick pulled a uh, absolutely incredible move. And this is why I said he was almost got fired. He gave us first class seats. I think there were two first class seats from this flight from Seattle to New York. And he gave us those seats. And he was asking for approval prior to doing it. But I think he just did it before he got the permission. And I'm pretty sure that is not allowed. And we got on the flight. Incredible. First class. Very comfortable. You get a free meal out of it. You know, we felt like kings and queens. Um, We got to New York just fine. And, you know, I hope, Rick, you're a good man. I hope you didn't get in trouble. We truly appreciate it. It's always nice when somebody um, from any type of profession gives you that extra assistance because they they know it's important that you are a person and there's things that matters to you and you're not, you know, we're not doing this to, we didn't want any special treatment. We just want to get to where we're going at the time we were originally planning on going. And he understood that. So truly appreciate people like that. You know, there are, you know, good people out there. So hold on to those. If you ever meet one of them, you know, let them know out loud that you appreciate them. And we were very, very thankful for what he did. Got to New York and uh, we, we spent a few days. Now, here here's what I have to say is um, one thing I like to do because um, I, I can't I don't really do a lot of things, but I do eat like a terrible human being. And I like to try out different foods. And I got to make a little confession. I like celebrity chefs. There's something about it. Like my favorite is Gordon Ramsay. The dude, like I want him to yell at me. That is my dream. If one day I can get Gordon Ramsay to yell at my face, insult me, I would die happy. So, um, of course, in New York, there's a lot of restaurants that's owned by celebrity chefs. And I got to go. <clears throat> I'm just, you know, I'm tearing up talking about it. No, I'm... <laughs> Just got something in my throat. I, I got to go try them. And uh, and one of the big ones, of course, since I'm a fan of Gordon Ramsay, is um, one of his fellow judges on MasterChef is Christina Tosi's you know, dessert shop called Milk Bar. So we went to Milk Bar. And what they're known for is the cereal milk, which is, I think, milk that tastes like it's been soaked in cereal. So sweet. And she makes soft serve ice cream out of that. She makes cakes. And she also makes this pie called the Crack Pie. So, you know, line up right in front of us when we try to get the these desserts. And there's a lady in front of us. Obviously, I mean, you know, these destinations are, you know, tourist attractions. So we're lining up, lady in front of me, going through a literal divorce. The guy he's with, you know, I'm sure they're married. Uh, they, have, they have two kids. One is a teenager, one is in the stroller. And I think the kid, the teenager, kind of recommended the couple to come here because she must be watching the shows. And, you know, she's got some ideas of what to order because she probably saw some TV shows like us. You know, what's, that's why we're there, too. And 
So the dad was like, well, you should just read the reviews, man. Just go on Yelp, check out the reviews. They'll tell you what to order. And the mom's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to order what I saw on the TV show. You know, you know, my, my child and her daughter, I don't, I didn't hear her name. So, you know, she brought us here. She knew what we had to do. So this was, and they're just going on. And the dad at one point was just like, I'm just going to walk away. I don't care. I'm not here for this. Stupid. So that happened. We get our thing. We order the crack pie, of course. The I got the soft serve cereal with um, what's it called? Um, the cereal cornflakes. Yeah, and my wife got the Sunday, and I took one bite. Very, very excited about this, anticipating a magical moment, and I absolutely hated it. Like to the point, I was like, I'm just gonna throw the rest of this away. But I still finished it because I did not want to waste six dollars of ice cream. The crack pie was not too bad. You know, I actually kind of liked the crack pie. It wasn't exactly like crack. I never tried crack, but I'm assuming it's going to be better than this. And uh, according to my wife, it's like a pecan pie with no pecan. I don't know. I don't like pecan pie, so I don't pay attention to it. This was, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't what I thought it would be. So yeah, that was the milk bar. Then, of course, the other thing we wanted to try was the part of Milk Bar's part of this um, food group, Momofuku, you know, food group, which is uh, owned by Chef David Chang, big fan. I wanted his shoes. He came out with these customized um, dunkalos that had his logo, you know, the little the Momofuku logo on the back. I almost won the bid when it came out on eBay, but I lost it. So, you know, I want to go try it out. And we want to go to the Noodle Bar, the ramen that's they're known for. Um, Day we went, closed due to power outage. I have no clue. It was open every single day we walked by it. The day we went, there's a power outage. Choked. So they have another location around the block. It's the uh, it's it's called Sandbar, whatever it's called. And we went in and ordered some food. The first thing we got was the pork bun. So it's this um, it's like the bao, you know, in Taiwanese cuisine. Um, gua bao. I don't know why I'm. Unless you're Taiwanese, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and it comes with pork belly. It's good. But, I mean, my mom makes that at home. So, it's not nothing special. And it's very small. My mom makes it bigger. And then we got the fried chicken and the um, onokoyami. Is I think is what it's called. The noodle thing. I don't know. I'm botching it right now. And um, wasn't very good. I got to say. Was not enjoyable. It was okay. It's edible. Wouldn't go back. So yeah, another disappointment, and uh, the best part about it was uh, there was Wi-Fi um, connection that was within the vicinity of the restaurant called Mama Fuck You, so kind of captured my experience at the restaurant. Tried a few other ones, went to Parm, it's an Italian restaurant. My brother recommended this, he said his friend said it's good, we went, and uh, not impressed. The mediocre Italian food. The sauce for the pasta was strange. You know, I'm starting to really sound really conceited, but really, I there's better places. Email me if you want some recommendations. Parm wasn't one of them. It was so expensive for what it was. And then uh, also, there's one place that sounds good. Halal Guys. We That's my go-to place. I always go there when I'm in the East Coast. New York, definitely. My God, that white sauce. I don't know what's in it. That's the crack pie. There's something in there. Pretty sure it's not legal. Incredible, incredible food. What I really wanted to try, to be honest, and I wasn't allowed, 
is uh, all the hot dog stand and the hot nut stand on the streets. And I wasn't allowed because I did this in San Francisco. And San Francisco's got all these hot dog stands, and I ate six hot dogs from six different stands, tried every single flavor, and I had diarrhea for the entire trip. So I was, you know, barred from doing something stupid like that again. So the trip ended in a fantastic fashion. And you know what? That is what I had in mind because there's part two to this story. And, uh, I'll release that later this week. So that is the special part. You know, now you know what I tasted, how I got there. I'm going to talk about in a few days is what we saw and really what we felt. So I'll see you soon in a few days for part two of this trip and my experience in the East Coast on uh, episode 144, the uh, old episode of The Sun is Smiling. See you soon.